Good morning. Welcome to Gospel Proceeds Podcast. Um, live. I'm going to stop saying the date so they don't have to do it live. <laughs> it's a, a cold day here where we are. So if it's sunny, you know I'm not live. Ah, I'm messing. Yep, live from uh, my little uh, table in my, um, I don't know, middle room. Some pictures of the kids on the wall. Great to see. Well, welcome back. It's another week. Um, I don't know how or what you're up, been up to. I've had a good weekend. We had a, a quite an, oh, quite amazing Sunday, really. Um, church was great in the morning. Um, I ministered in a local church here in Southport. But there's a real move of the Spirit of God happening. Um there's some uh, wonderful things happening, real, some Holy Ghost time. In fact, I didn't really quote-unquote preach, which is unusual for me. Uh, prayed a lot, prayed in the Holy Ghost a lot, uh, ministered, preached for 10, 15 minutes. And in fact, I'm going to actually go to the scripture verse. I'll just go the different direction. scripture verse that I ministered on Sunday night, I'm just going to kind of find that again, if I can remember where it was. It's always the problem, isn't it? Trying to find something that you you, uh, wanted to do. And, um, it's very simple. I mean, the, the title that I've put today is released. Um, God has released us from every kind of oppression, fear, bondage, whatever you want to call it, uh, sin, sickness, disease, poverty, and lack. And God's done that for us so that we could walk in a life of victory. He said, Jesus said, be a Good cheer, I have overcome the world. Uh, John 5, verse 1 and 2 and 3 talk about our world overcoming faith, the faith that we have in God, like Mark 20, 11, 22, and 23 says, God says, have the God kind of faith. That faith that God's given us, Romans 12, verse 3, the measure of faith that God's put into us as we're born again believers, He's put into us something that um, allows us to walk, just my hoodie here, it's a little a bit messy there, uh, it lets us walk in something that I don't believe many Christians, including myself, have really tapped into. There, there are ministers that have uh, definitely tapped into it. There, you, know, the, you, you look at people like Billy Graham and Oral Robertson and, and all these kind of things, uh, people. They've tapped into something 
in their ministry. And and don't don't let me. I don't want to just put this off onto ministry. There are people who in the business realm, but we're not so prevalent in terms of knowing who they are. There are people in the business world who are amazing. And they've done something, they've tapped into something that God's provided for them. In that releasing, God's released people. He's set us free, the bondage of, of the enemy. He's led captivity captive. Jesus went to hell and led captivity captive. We have been transferred from the transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And when we realize that, when we understand where we actually are, we're partakers of an inheritance that's in the light. The revelation of the light of the word of God, there's an inheritance locked in that. Jesus has been made the wisdom of God to us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. There's so much wrapped around on the inside of us when we become born again. There's so much potential. Every human being has a capacity level. And you, you can see it in the negative. Look at the capacity that Hitler for example, had in, in, in what he achieved in the negative realm. What he managed to do in such a short period of time turned a whole nation against other nations. And then, of course, you have the world wars before that, and then you have the Korean War, and you have the Vietnam War, and all these things that people have achieved, attempted to achieve things through military might, military power. And in fact, people have achieved great things. Look at what America achieved by settling World War II, the, the war with Japan, by dropping the nuclear weapons. Mankind has got this innate ability to have a huge capacity to grow beyond the, the physical frame of their bodies, the reach that they have. You look at someone like um, Bill Gates. And you see the, the immense reach that he's had with his, his products, with his finances, with his foundation. Uh, people might not like him or like what he's pushing at the moment or whatever. That doesn't really bother me. But my point being is individual Steve Jobs was another one, Richard Branson. Now, there are Christians who, who are, I believe, behind the scenes doing this. But I, I believe that there's something that God's done on human nature to be able to grow something amazingly. And he hints at it, really, in this scripture verse, in this passage of scripture verse, in Matthew chapter 13, verses 44. He says this, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. I think that's interesting. Now, nowadays, we would have probably just found the pearl and stolen it and ran off. God didn't steal your soul. God didn't come down to this earth and try and rip it out of the, the hands of the enemy. See, when you understand the progress of time and and the spiritual kind of aspects to what happened to mankind you understand that god could not just step back see you see most most people think that god's just doing this um this crazy thing that he's in control everything that happens he presses a button oh yeah there's a tornado there's an act of god on the way there the weather's changed god's in control all this kind of stuff well realistically no he's he's in control in his environment in heaven he's in a, he's he's ruling and reigning the universe 
The universe is working together. But this planet Earth is subject to what's called the law of the sin, of sin and death. It's the curse. Now, thank God, Galatians 3.13 tells us we're redeemed from the curse of the law. So it doesn't really apply to us, but I'll get to that in a minute. Adam and Eve sinned against God when they rebelled. And in fact, God was not really in charge of the earth when Adam and Eve was here. What did he do? He told them to be fruitful and multiply. I mean, I thought maybe you just don't believe me. God blessed them in Genesis 1 verse 28. He says, God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. And it says in, in the next verse, and that is what happened. God gave the authority of mankind or the authority to rule and reign in this planet atmosphere to mankind. He was building something. He was building a family. He was building somebody where he didn't, you know, you know what happens when you have a, a, a crazy member of your family or somebody who's, who's a little bit more um, controlling. They'll come to your house and they'll tell you what to do in your own house. You know, it's like an admiral on a ship. When he goes onto a ship, he, he submits his admiralty to the captain of the ship. The captain is in charge. He might be overseeing many, many ships, this admiral. But he submits to the captain because the captain knows the ship. The captain knows how the ship works and functions best. There'll be some idiosyncrasies of it. It's like the home team advantage that we have in sports. That we know what so mankind is meant to know this planet and this and this environment is meant to 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 rule and reign in it. And that was what his his God's goal was, so that God could come in to the earth and have a conversation with um I don't know what that means, Ian, because I the comments are so delayed. But um, <laughs> threw me there. Um, God has has wanted to come down into the earth and have a relationship with mankind without having to go. Oh well, hang on, Adam. Um, you're not quite doing it right over there. That you you've done that wrong. You've done that wrong. That wasn't God's intent when He created the earth. He, he intended to fill Adam with the ability and the possibilities of him doing so much on this earth to rule and reign. And when Adam and Eve rebelled against God and submitted their authority to Satan, it got them kicked out of the Garden of Eden, put under a law that was the law of sin and death, the curse of the law. And um, it was just would have been called the curse back then. It was, it, you know, the curse that, that God said, you now have to work with your hands. The childbearing pain of the, the woman will increase mightily because of all these things that they submitted to. And it took the devil at least close to a thousand years to convince Adam and Eve to die. You know, I mean, that, that was how real God was. Now, of course, he's got it down to an art. Mankind has accepted that we're not going to live much past 70 or 80, hasn't he? And of course, God promises us 120 years if, if we so desire. Long life will I satisfy with you. Most people will die before they're 60, 70 if they can. Because they're, they're so ingrained in, in living a lifestyle that basically pollutes them and cripples them and holds them back. And, and I, I, I put a, 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 a little blog post out yesterday called Never Settle. Never, ever settle, it's called. Go read it. 
It's on the website, gospelpursuits.uk. And that the idea of settling has become so ingrained in the human culture. You know, how easy is it to put people in a lockdown and make them scared of, of a disease that has a 99 whatever percent recovery rate? 97.8 recovery rate, I think it is. So, you know, mankind has, has been shaped and, and battered and bruised by the curse. And then Jesus did something. God did something. He saw in man, and it says here, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. So God knows what's the, on the potential. But he didn't just come down to earth, rob mankind back and say, right, you're coming with me. Um, come to heaven and everything will be all right. No, he couldn't do that because man had subjugated himself to a foreign dictator, a liar, an evil person. And they were, in fact, crippled on the inside, dead inside. So mankind was bought back with a price by Jesus Christ being sent to the earth. Jesus Christ was that price that, see, God saw the, the pearl and he said, I'm going to purchase all of mankind and every single person that receives Jesus Christ will suddenly have on the inside them the capacity to shine with the glory of God. Christ in us, the hope of glory. This pearl, this precious pearl that Jesus paid a price for, he, he has put it on the inside of us because we've now it's our responsibility to go that step further and to dig that pearl up out of our own being god sees it god sees the potential on your life god sees it he purchased it we purchased it with a great price it says it said he hid it again and sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field again the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for cho choice pearls when he discovered a pearl of great value he sold everything he owned it and bought it so god sold everything he gave everything in jesus christ and paid a price for you and i but then we have to then make an effort to wrap unwrap the wrapping God's given us these precious promises, these precious live promises, promises that live on the inside of us by the word of God. He's given us exceedingly great and precious promises. He's given us every spiritual blessing on earth. He is the father of lights. He provides everything for you and I. But we have to take the next step and we have to use our faith, the faith that overcomes the world, the faith that is the victory, that overcomes everything, that the faith that lives inside you, the measure of faith, the God kind of faith. He basically gives you the power to move mountains with the words of your mouth and reveal what's on the inside of your heart. And as your heart is revealed to the world, it becomes a light that shines brightly like a city on a hill. It's never going to be shut down. That light on the inside of you is a precious pearl that God wants to reveal. He has released you by releasing you with the word of God, with the spirit of God, with Jesus Christ himself dwelling on the inside of us, living this word, living and breathing on the inside of us, on the words of our mouth. It reveals feels every day as we minister, as we walk about, as we live a lifestyle that is with our mind renewed to this word. You see, my actions, my feelings, you know, I woke up perhaps on the bit of the wrong side of the bed this morning. 
My feelings weren't quite in line where they needed to be, but I had to take the effort. I had to make the effort to dig deep and to shake off the stuff that from yesterday, the stuff that I was kind of whatever it was, the, you know, the, the too much cheese I ate before, but I don't know what it was. I didn't eat cheese before bed, but my takeout last, I don't know, whatever it was, the feelings will come. The pressure will come. The trials and the tribulations will come, but we shake them off because we have have something so precious on the inside of us that we have to protect it you see the the thief will come to steal kill and destroy and what's he after he's after that preciousness inside of you jesus said i've come to give life and life more abundantly and when he gives abundant life to us hallelujah abundant life what is that that is shining a precious shine, a, a precious pearl giving off great light. God is coming back to this planet. Jesus is coming back. And he's coming back soon and very soon. I, I don't know when exactly. I, I think it could be very, 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 very soon. Just doing the biblical maths. We're coming up to 2,000 years of the birth of the church. God seems to do things in 2,000 years, cycles. Because when, remember when Adam submitted himself to, to the enemy, to God, uh, Satan, there was a lease that Adam had on this earth. And if you do some digging, it kind of comes up to 6,000 years. And we're coming to a time where Jesus is going to rapture his church and then a few short years later, he's going to come back in the clouds and and set up his reign. Battle Armageddon and all those kind of things happen and, and the enemy's thrown away for a thousand years into the, the pit. And we're going to reign in, in, in that thousand years with Jesus Christ. But you see, we don't have to wait for that thousand years to start reigning and ruling in life. Romans 5.17 says that we are to reign as kings in this life. We are to have that abundant life. We are to walk in this, this uh, amazing um, sense of victory, an amazing sense. No matter what the, the oppression that comes, no matter what the enemy says, you know, people are getting arrested on the streets in, in the UK for preaching the gospel. That's probably going to happen more and more. I don't know. I don't know the future. I don't know what it holds for all of us, but I know that it's good. I know that God said in, in, in Corinthians, That no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. If we can't imagine what God's prepared for us, and it's that good, it's abundantly above all that we ask or think, you can kind of freak out a little bit there and say, I don't know what to do. I don't know what God's got in store for me. But thank God it says in verse 10 of second, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it says, but it was to us that God revealed the things by his spirit. If you don't know what God's got in store for you, Get into the Spirit. Get into the Spirit. Get baptized in the Holy Ghost daily. Be refreshed daily and allow the will of God to come and bubble up 
from the inside of you. Let him show you. Let him reveal to you. He doesn't, he's looking after that pearl on the inside of you. He's looking after the preciousness on the inside of you. He's got a plan. He's got great things planned for you. Jeremiah talks about that. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. If he did that for, for Jeremiah, he would have done it for you. He says that he... In Jeremiah, somewhere it says in Jeremiah that he knows the plans and purposes for you. God has got something special for you to achieve. God has got something. God has got something for you. And it doesn't matter what it looks like where, where you presently sit or where you presently reside or how your life feels. <clears throat> the title of this message was released. You've been released and commissioned. You've been told to be fruitful and multiply. You've been commissioned and, and spoken of, 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 of um, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. My iPad's not going the way I want it to go. There we go. Settling for where you are at in life is limiting God in your life. You were created to go. You were created to expand. Your prosperity was never limited. In fact, God wants to fill us up with himself, it says in Ephesians. God has said he wants to, through his mighty power at work within us, he wants to accomplish infinitely, infinitely more than we ask or think. If God has a plan for you to achieve things that go beyond what you conceive, we need to become so aware of his presence working in us. We have a Bible duty to allow God to complete the work in us that he started. If we allow him to do this in us, we will never settle. We we will walk in the, the the releasing of what God's got for us. Um, we are carrying an anointing. We we are we cannot allow to settle ourselves. We are to put full display of God's glory on this earth. That's who we are. We are. We should never be ashamed to grow and to expand and to prosper. Doing the word of God, obeying his commandments, opens the door to God manifesting his power, his love, and his word to us. His word says if you obey his commandments, you will be blessed. Don't short-circuit what God has said. Don't cut off God's manifestation in your life because of you settling for where you are. There is always more of God. There is always more of his life to lead. God is a good God and he's a God of more. We have been released that that pearl, that preciousness that he's put in, on the inside of you, that thing that he's, 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 he's the talent, the, the, the ability, the, 
the, the life of God on the inside of you is meant to be released. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Is go into all the world and preach the good news of Jesus. How do you do that? You take what's on the inside of you. The preciousness of what God's put on the inside of you. The specialty of that God put on inside of you. And you take your talents and your time and your energy and your ability. Multiply them. Grow them. It could be consistent in them. And allow God to speak through you so the glory of God can be revealed in the gospel of Jesus, the good news of Jesus Christ. Jesus came to set people free. If you don't know Jesus, you need to meet him. He is a good guy. People who say they hate God, they don't, they, they don't want anything to do with God, they've never met him. Because God is good. God is love. God is, yes, he can be challenging. He will challenge where you are in life because he doesn't want you to stay where you are. He wants you to grow. If if you've been given a lot, you are responsible for a lot. If you've been given a little, you are responsible for that little. But you're not just responsible. Both people are responsible to growing and lifting up and coming out from where they are. If you've got a lot now, you should have a lot more by the time. Jesus comes back. If you have a little now, you should be going for a lot more. You should be going for more. You should be going for the good of God because he's released you. He's released you from fear. He's released you from oppression. There's nothing standing in your way. There's nothing holding you back. Only your mind, only your lack of of seeing what God would like you to do in your life is what's holding you back. You see, he's given us these things by the Spirit. The Spirit searches out everything, shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. See, you've got a responsibility to dig into what's on the inside of you and release it with your mouth. Release it with your words. Take the word of God and believe it. Believe that. You say, the weak say, I am strong. When we believe, we speak. We understand the things of God because we are allowing what's on the inside of us to bubble up through prayer, through reading, through believing. If there's a financial wall in front of you, that wall must come down like the wall of Jericho. He said you will, he will not only meet your needs, but he'll meet them according to his riches and glory, which means they are far, his ability to meet your needs far outweighs the actual need itself. There is more than enough to go around and he will get it sorted so that it works well for you. Thank God and praise him for the answer is simply on the inside of you waiting to be dug up out of that field and just displayed. God's glory will be displayed through you, through me, through the church through the local church, there's things happening. We're moving forward and things are going to see an amazing end before the church goes home. I'm going to call it quits there today. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's a simple decision. It's a simple believing the word of God, which says that he died for you and was raised from the dead. You believe that in your heart and confess that Jesus is Lord of your life. You will be born again. And all you, it's a simple confession to say, Jesus, I make you Lord of my life. Do something with my life.
If you've prayed that prayer, hop onto gospelpursuits.uk and let me know. We can get, we can help you. Because it's a journey. The Christian walk is a journey. It's exciting. It's wonderful. Because you are put into a place where you are set free. There is liberty in your life. You'll be able to know what to do, the choices that, to make. God will provide an answer for every situation and circumstance. But the first decision is making Jesus your Lord and your Savior. Thank you for watching. Share the broadcast. Um, it'll be up on Spotify. Um, I think I'm going to do some different things on Instagram. So uh, you probably won't see the videos up there, but uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, um, at Gospel Pursuits. Have a great day and see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching.